welcome all my artists, my entrepreneurs, and all of my creatives of all kinds. Welcome. This is Raven Kushner of Raven's Fine Art. Today we're going to be talking about getting started on the entrepreneurial journey, how to do it and what it's probably going to look like. So let's talk about it. Let's get into the nitty gritty. But first, I wanted to start us off with a quote from Ryan Serhant's book, Big Money Energy, that I'm reading right now. So stay tuned. No matter what happens, remember that you have control. You can stand up and take one small step at any time. It doesn't have to be big. You don't have to wait for someone to tell you it's safe or it's a good idea. You have the power to take a single step. You have the power to create the change you want. That was from Ryan Serhant's book, Big Money Energy, which I started talking about last week. Um, hello and welcome. This is Raven's Fine Art. My name is Raven. I talk about money and entrepreneurship for creatives. So this week I wanted to talk about the first steps. So for a lot of people that want to either become artists or full-time creatives or entrepreneurs of some kind, they may be in the very beginning stages where they don't actually have an idea yet. Um, they just know that they wanna be entrepreneurs. So what do you do when you're in those first few stages to where you're not actually making money yet, but you know you want to. Um, so I wanted to talk about Big Money Energy by Ryan Serhant, A, because I'm reading it right now, so it's on my mind, but B, there are a lot of correlations and parallels between the real estate game and creative entrepreneurship, actually entrepreneurship of any kind. So when Ryan started, he wanted to be an actor um, he then switched to real estate because he wasn't making it as an actor and decided he didn't want to keep doing it. He kind of gave himself a time limit and switched over to real estate. But in 2008, he was making, he said his earnings for that year were $9,188. And then 10 years later, he's make, he was making a million dollars a year. So that's what's possible when you have a dream and when you um, commit to it 100%. So a lot is possible. Uh, I've heard it said that people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in five years. So I believe that's true. Um, so when you're first getting started and you know what you want, you know you wanna be an artist or an entrepreneur of some kind, but you're not sure exactly what you wanna do. Um, what I did at least, my journey started back well, it started years ago, but when I really got serious about making money, serious money, and being an entrepreneur was 2019. Now, in 2019, I was sharing a house with people I didn't know, basically rented a room. I was living in Los Angeles. Um, I was teaching English online, uh, tutoring English for uh, foreigners, and wasn't making any money, but I was making enough to live a quiet life, do my art, and I was content with that. But something happened where actually they cut my hours. And so that was kind of the final straw 
to where I was like, you know, I am so tired of struggling. (laughs) So I need to do something. So I didn't know what to do either. But by that time, I had been meditating for years. I knew myself pretty well. I know I knew at that time that I needed to do something that had a lot of potential and that used my strengths. Uh, So one of my strengths is that I'm very organized. So I started learning about real estate and then I quickly realized that getting into loans would actually be a better fit for me. Um, Working with money, being organized, um, that was something that could use my strengths. So I started the journey and, you know, again, I was making, I was probably not making much more than, than Ryan said he was making in 2008. Um, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> and I was counting every penny. Now I'm making a very respectable middle class income, but I'm still working for someone else. So um, that's kind of where I came in the course of 1920. So two years, uh, completely transformed. Um, I wasn't able to eat out. I wasn't able to, to do anything <laughs> at that time. And now I'm living, like I said, kind of an average life, but I I know I can do better than that. So where I started, because like I said, I was meditating. I did know myself pretty well at that time is looking within. So whenever you want to make a change, in my opinion, you don't start by looking outwards. You don't start by asking other people. You have to start with within. How are you made? Um, In the past, what were you good at? What did you dislike? I mean, it really starts with some deep self-analysis. And if you're a meditator, you have an advantage because you're used to being silent, going within, checking in with yourself. But you can start where you are. If, if you're not a meditator, if you're not interested in that, then still you can go on walks. Um, you have to spend time by yourself and you have to really think about um, what do people say that I'm good at? What have I enjoyed in the past? Uh, what might be, even if you, let's say you don't have any clear cut examples of what you were good at, just try something. It doesn't matter. (laughs) What matters is getting started. So I would say the first, the first, um, thing you should do is definitely look within, do some self-reflection, get a journal. Journaling is big because when you journal, you have to get outside of your head because even though you're starting from within, you can kind of get into this loop of just thoughts and thoughts and thoughts and they travel into other thoughts and it can get kind of messy and diffused. So when you have a journal and you take the time to to write out what you're thinking, you can get some objectivity and when you read back over it, you can see your patterns. You can start to pick up on trends and what you're thinking and over a period of time, you can kind of see the trajectory of your thoughts And that'll give you a lot of information that you couldn't get any other way. Because talking with other people, you can kind of get sidetracked by what they're saying or what you think they want to hear or your environment. And if you're just thinking, then you can get lost in your own thoughts. So to me, journaling is a really great way to get outside of your own head and to really, you know, uh, go within and figure out where you really are mentally and emotionally. Um, And then after that, you just got to experiment. You're not going to be able to come up with a perfect plan either in your head or even in a journal. The, The only thing you can do is start experimenting. So for me, I knew once I had that first 
painting class. I knew that was it. I knew that's what I wanted to do. But like a lot of people, I had bought into the idea that that's not something that you can do full time. So I really didn't even try. I was happy working my little non-paying tutoring job or low-paying, I should say, tutoring job, doing my art. And I thought, you know, I mean, that's as good as it gets. I was, you know, my schedule was pretty light. I had a lot of time, so um, I didn't have any money, but I had at least enough money for some some art supplies, pens and pencils and a little bit of paint. and, And that was good enough for the time. But once I started to really level up and knew, and knew that I wanted more, um, more money specifically, I still had to reckon with, okay, what am I good at? And so right now where I am is, yes, I have my, I'm making more money and making a solid income, but I know that I haven't achieved my goal and my dream because entrepreneurship is deep within my heart and I won't be satisfied until I explore that 100% fully. Um, so one other thing you have to do when you're, you're starting out and you, you know, you're trying to think of what you want to do is you got to stop asking for permission. One of the key, and I, I definitely, I'm, I can speak to this because I've done this. You, you want permission. You want someone to agree with you. You want to get that attaboy and for somebody to say, you can do this, but you know what? That may not happen, especially if you are in the habit of under earning or being stuck or, you know, um, working for someone else and being unhappy, or you might be an artist already, but you're just a chronic under earner. Um, and that's another topic that I'll get into a second. Under earning is, is a, is a, it's a bitch (laughs) and you've got to overcome that in order to do anything. So that's a whole thing in and of itself. But as far as asking for permission, do not look for agreement from other people because if you are in a situation where you're under earning, you've probably surrounded yourself with people who either have the same mindset or maybe they've beaten you down through criticism or even abuse over the years. I mean, some, some of us grew up in um, verbally abusive households or we've been bullied or um, things of that nature. What I can agree attest to all of the above. So you can get into this habit of not thinking very much of yourself And so if you're asking people what they think with that energy, they're going to feed off of it and they're going to discourage you. And not only that, but people are going to discourage you because people can only speak to their own experience. So if they're not living an entrepreneurial life or if they are and they've had a bad experience, they're going to be dumping all of their fears and anxieties onto you. That has nothing to do with whether or not you can be successful. They're coming from their own personal experience and that's fine. That's all we can ever do is come from our own experience, but you can't take that as guidance. So do not, do not even tell people what you're doing. I would say, unless you um, have other entrepreneurial friends, which you probably don't, if you haven't taken the leap already, don't talk about what you're doing. Uh, Meditate, journal, experiment, and keep people out of your business for the time being. Um, So what it looks like in the beginning. So Um, In my opinion, especially if you are coming from a chronic under earning situation, which a lot of creative people do for whatever reason, um, you have to work on your mindset first, in my opinion. I really think that is the foundation. There are so many subtle things that we buy into that we don't realize 
that is affecting our entire lives. Very subtle things. Um, the things that you were taught about money growing up, the things that we hear about. Um, I've noticed that in most films and in most TV shows, the, the wealthy people are psychopathic, they're evil, they're treacherous. Um, and even though you can say oh, that's a movie, that's a TV show, but since most movies and TV shows have that as an undercurrent, you can't say that you're not affected by that. We're all swimming in this same culture. So we've all been influenced by the messages that we've received from the society. So all those kind of uh, cultural beliefs that, you know, money is bad, money is evil, um, money is power, and certainly power can be intimidating for a lot of people, especially, especially if you haven't had it. Um, and even outside of money, if you have been bullied in your past, if you've been abused by parents or by a mate, um, you can get into this um, pattern of thinking of yourself as lesser than, and you may not think of it that way. But if you look at your life, I mean, your life doesn't lie. Your life is going to reflect what it is that's inside of you. So if you're constantly under earning, if you have a habit of getting fired, if you don't have any money, if you have no direction, that is a reflection of what's going on inside. And that's not bad news. It's good news because that means that you're not at the mercy of fate. You're not at the mercy of some angry God who's trying to punish you. You're not at the mercy of people who don't like you. You're not at the mercy of people who bullied you in the past, who told you you're, you're nothing and you can't do it. You're not at the mercy of any of those people. At any time you can stop everything in its tracks and you can say, you know what? Those are lies. I'm starting from scratch. I'm starting from right here where I'm standing. And I don't believe any of that. And I'm going to determine who I am. I'm going to determine my own identity. I'm going to determine what's possible for me and what's not possible. No one's going to tell me that. So when you start from that mindset, the next thing you have to do is you've got to brainwash yourself because you've been brainwashed up until now. So you've got to reverse the trend. You've got to brainwash yourself. So that means reading the positive books. That means going on YouTube and watching positive videos. That means joining entrepreneurial groups. It means doing your affirmations, which is writing down positive things about yourself. So if somebody told you you, you were nothing, you got to write over and over again. I know that I was born for a purpose and I am worth everything. Um, so you've got to do that for yourself because you know, nature is beautiful, but it's brutal and no one is going to do this for you. You have to love yourself enough to say, you know what? I can't wait for a rescuer. There is no Superman. We love those stories of Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, but none of those people are coming. It's all up to you and you can definitely do this, but you've got to reverse brainwash yourself. You've got to tell yourself what it is that's actually true about yourself. Even if you don't believe it in the moment, if you say it enough, you will believe it. Just like when you were a baby, you didn't have self-esteem issues when you were a baby. You were, you know, you were here to conquer, but the people around you slowly, but surely our society teaches us where we need to be or where they think we need to be. And we fall into line in order to get along. So we have to take the, you know, the reins when we get old enough to do so. And, you know, if, if you're out of the house, especially you have the power to do this. If you're still living with parents and things like that, you can still do it. But like I said, don't tell people what you're doing. Keep it to yourself. So after the, the positive brainwashing, um, reading, taking classes, you're basically becoming an apprentice. So you are 
basically reforming your identity. So in the beginning, it's going to be like an incubation. It's going to be like you're a caterpillar and you're in your cocoon and you are developing. And again, no one needs to know what you're doing. You're in your cocoon. You know, tell people a pat answer. If, if you're, if you get caught reading a positive book and somebody tries to make fun of you, just say, yeah, yeah, maybe you're right, but I'm enjoying it. Just leave it at that. I mean, most people, that's the thing. Most people don't have the slightest idea what they're talking about. So give, you know, give yourself credit. You know what you need to do. Other people, they mean well, they might love you. They might not. Sometimes people want to sabotage you, but most of the time people are coming from a good place. You know, they're just coming from their own limited perspective. So in most cases, they don't know what they're talking about. And if they don't have the same aspirations as you, the same ambitions as you, they don't know what to tell you. So don't take what people say seriously. Just not, oh, yeah, mm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm, okay, yeah. And then just keep doing what you need to do. So another important thing uh, besides, um, you know, your mindset is you've got to get around other people. So some of the resources that I've found that might be helpful, um, and these are just things that I've come across, three really good groups for if you want to be around positive people who are doing the same thing, a 48 Days Eagles program. So the number 48days, D-A-Y-S.com, 48days.com. Uh, they have a group called Eagles, and for a monthly fee, and I believe it's $48 a month. Um, and they have a lot of introductory periods. So you can wait for an introductory period where you can maybe try it out for a month for free. Um, and they have a lot of other people in many different fields, creative, you know, business, real estate, coaching. They have all kinds of entrepreneurs on there. And you can find little groups within the group to chat with. And it's really helpful. Another group is if you're an African-American, there's the morning meetup. Um, themorningmeetup.com. And every morning they gather and they talk about entrepreneurship topics. They talk about content creation. They talk about anything and everything that could come up for you as an entrepreneur. So it's really helpful. Um, and another one is called Side Hustle Accelerator. They have a Facebook group and uh, there's a cool, really cool woman who runs it. Uh, she's awesome. She appears in Entrepreneur Magazine. Um, and so she started her own group to help people who are trying to start a side hustle and potentially turn that into a business. So those are three resources that I know of that are really helpful. So if you don't have friends that are entrepreneurs, uh, really consider signing up with one of these groups. Uh, they're all very reasonably priced. Uh, the Side Hustle Accelerator, I believe, is the cheapest one. I believe she's at $29 a month. Um, you can carve out some of your grocery money and put it towards that. It's it's really reasonable, and it can definitely turn your life around. So I definitely suggest getting around like-minded individuals. Um, and the last but not least, and probably most important, is you've got to carve out time. I know that everyone says that they don't have time. Everyone says that, no matter what. Um but I wanted to go through a life-changing thing that I found out when I had the perspective of time and I was listening to someone talk about this. Basically, there are 168 hours in the week total. Out of those, if you're working a full-time job, like I still am, 40 hours of that is for your job. Uh, you can estimate seven hours for commute. And for a lot of people right now, they're not commuting, they're working from home. But let's say you have a seven hours a week commute. So that's, um, if you're working five days a week, that's 
a little over an hour and most people don't have that but let's say seven hours for commuting 56 hours of sleep that's eight hours a night 14 hours eating 14 for family and let's say 10 for chores So that's 141 hours out of the 168 total. That still leaves you with, let's see, what's left over after that? 27 hours (laughs) left over for your business. Now, let's say you don't even, let's say there's room for error and you just dedicate 15 hours a week. That's a great foundation to start putting aside uh, for building your business. That's your reading, that's your classes, that's creating a product, that's learning how to market all that stuff. Um, so you do your 40 hours a week and then you do your 15 for your business. You, you owe it to yourself to at least give yourself 15 hours a week for your future. Um, so anyway, the biggest obstacle is fear. Um, fear is definitely something that you never want to make your decisions based on fear. Um, and the only thing that can really conquer fear is action. Once you force yourself to put one foot in front of the other, fear tends to back off because it's like, okay, I couldn't stop her, so whatever. (laughs) I guess I'll get out of the way. Um, And the first push is the hardest. Think about it like a car that's, that's died on the side of the road. You can't, it's very difficult to steer it because it's not moving. So first you gotta push, you gotta get people to help you, you gotta give it a push, push, push. Then someone can jump in there and steer it. So when you're at a hard stop and you you haven't done anything, um, just get in motion. Take the first step, do your meditation, do your journaling, uh, do your experimentation, get around like-minded individuals, stop listening to other people. You do not need anyone's permission to do this. And, and lastly, you've got to carve out that time. So I really hope that this has been helpful. Um, I really enjoy sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you. Let's do this together. Um, I would love to, in a year from now, uh, be talking about my own successes and hearing successes from you all and hearing you taking your first steps or your middle steps or your final steps or wherever it is you are on the journey. So join me next week as we continue on this beautiful entrepreneurial journey. Again, my name is Raven Kushner. My business is Raven's Fine Art. Um, See my links in the description box and I will speak with you next time. Have a beautiful and productive day.